We are Vic Fellowship, and Vic stands for Vaccine Information Coalition. You're listening to Progressive Radio Network, the most listened to commercial free and truth radio program in the world. My name is Renee, and the title of our show is What in the Cell is Going On? We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, which could be accessed live on prn.live or later on the front page of our vacinfo.org website. Well, Dr. True is here with us today, correct? Yes, I'm here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> with always truth and information. So today we're going to be talking about um, a study he revealed uh, of the, um, I guess, the therapeutic value of another one of our, our creator's sacred plants. So welcome, Dr. True. Well, thanks for having me again. Glad to, glad to be on the show again. And a big <laughs> shout out to all of our listeners. Thank you for having me. None other, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's so much to be said about going, you know, back to, to nature and nature's God. Because I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you, if you really want to have an awakening, you know, we've done all these shows in weeks past about, okay, what's really causing this, this thing based on, on the factual terrain theory versus pastures discredited nonsensical germ theory we see all this coming to to, to fruition but we got to go really back to basics really we do you know there is there was such wisdom in the ancient languages as you know the original paleo hebrew the uh, movement from the hebrew into the other common languages latin and greek but I just want to say, listen, there is a Latin term that's called simply cannabis with a C. Cannabis sativa is Latin that literally means human flesh. Cannabis is human flesh. That's what it means. Human terrain, if you want to basically go even deeper. Mm. Cannabis, a person that consumes human flesh is a cannibal. That's where we mm-hmm. get the word from, okay? Yeah. Sativa is a broad term that literally means to supply all the needs of. In other words, if I'm if I'm totally contented, if I got all my needs covered, if I'm warm and cozy and happy, I'm satisfied. That's where we get the root word of satisfied. Sativa means literally to supply all the needs of. So cannabis sativa literally means in the Latin supplying all the needs of human flesh. Mm. Let that let that sink in for a minute. It's if it's purely natural and flat out from the creator, it was designed to be absolutely we find it in the book of Exodus. We we find it as as some as what was given to Moses and other prophets of old by by the Lord Almighty, by God himself, as what's called a holy anointing oil. It's a mm-hmm. key part of that, that part of it. As you dig into the original text of the early Hebrew, you find this to be clearly clues given that this was this, this cannabis sativa seed, this plant. Now, leave it to man to mess up what God made. I lose you? With the perfection. Can you hear me? You broke up a little bit. Did, did the uh, recording oh. mess up? Okay, I don't know. I, you just broke up to me. Okay, so it just goes back to, yeah, the uh, the manipulation of seeds through what's called RNA interference. Uh, has right, actually been going like on. Many things trying to perfect perfection. I say it all the time. It's man trying to perfect perfection. Yeah. And you see that some of these early alchemists in the Arabic nations, Persia, Iran, messing around with this most important original seed. Okay? You see them altering its structure. See, there was over 150 different varieties of cannabis sativa now. But if you go back into genetic analysis, it all came from one original uh, seed that was actually 
in very, very common use in the Middle East and in the area of Palestine. I mean, this is where it originated. It really was. And, and it's, you know, people see this and follow the anthropology of all this. Uh, and so they, they, they like to picture our Savior, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, as being a pothead because he, he did nothing but, but spread the seeds everywhere. It's all part of the record. Josephus talks about it, the, the great Jewish historian. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, look, at Jesus was this big, you know, itinerant pothead who wore hemp clothing and, and robes, and he was the—no, no, no. Folks, the tetrahydra cannibals, the THC that makes you, you know, altered in your metal state, that came from alchemists in Arabia. It didn't come from the Lord. It came from man manipulating the original cannabis sativa, the seed that supplies all needs of human of the human body and even the human sustenance. And I, I, I guess I, I'm saying this so importantly today because of what we're facing about finding alternatives to this nonsense, you know, and there's, there's a lot of, of new interest on cannabidiol, C, CBD oils. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people are, I mean, it's, it's, you know, Forbes magazine, it's, it's the emerging multi-billion dollar new industry but here's the problem there was such a wide variety of seed lines how do you know which is real which is the best which is the original and you know what i'm talking about here don't you renee yeah we had the video i I, we don't have it any longer but we had a video on our website the kmart cannabis that really went into all the details of it. And yes, I'm aware they're definitely tainted. The dispensaries are just loaded with, you know, all kinds of nanotechnology or whatever, mind control. Um, so definitely I'm familiar with the Kmart cannabis, it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've been, I've been sharing that there's a, there's a couple of very, very astute farmers that I know I've known them for years and years up in the Eastern Washington area. Eastern Washington is a, is an incredibly fertile, bread basket. Many people don't understand about that part of our nation and the history of it. But my goodness, some incredibly brilliant uh, um, farmers that have been fighting against Monsanto and all of this this new, new husbandry called RNA interference or R, our messenger RNA, mRNA little I, messenger RNA interference. Mm-hmm. Because this is the the science that came out of this is what eventually led to Robert Malone and mRNA vaccinations and all this nonsense we're facing now. Wow. It's really is a tie-in. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the neat thing is you can actually go back if you, if you understand how to analyze the original uh, deoxyribonucleic acid, the DNA coding of all seeds, you can go back and see exactly how the, 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 detailed genomes have been altered over the years. And this is how you go back and sleuth in to find the original God-produced, you know, first first plant. All right? Mm-hmm. And that's what's been going on here quietly. Uh, a lot of it's uh, from my colleagues at the, the uh, Linus Pauling Institute there at Oregon State University. I sent you a link to an article in Forbes magazine about the research going on with this. And I, you know, you, you have to understand when a, when a writer writes a story for Forbes, they're still having to, you know, they don't understand the terrain theory. So they really are looking at how we have an infectious SARS-CoV-2 novel virus. It's super transmissible. And so they're looking at, at that as far as, okay, what, they have studies now with uh, the pure cannabidiol CBD structure, the two separate, you know, basically components chemical-wise, and what they do at the cellular level as far as the cell membrane and blocking infection of, of this coronavirus. Now, here's, here's see, they don't understand <laughs> the very premise of, of the terrain theory. That a mm-hmm. virus literally is Latin. I'm getting the name name virus. The word virus is Latin, which means simply poison. Mm-hmm. 
Don't ever forget that. A virus is not a bacteria. It's not living and breathing, replicating and defecating. No, a virus is simply a form of poison. Now, it's like saying, oh, golly, I, I caught poison ivy from you, my neighbor. No, no, you had to go out and, and get in it, okay? It's like saying, I, I, I caught a rattlesnake bite or I caught a black brown recluse spider bite. I caught it from my neighbor. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just simply have to understand that viruses are, are poison. And you don't catch it. It comes as a direct result of a of a compromised terrain. That's right. I hope I can make that so. I I just keep talking about it all the time because it's so important to understand that basic concept. Okay. And and when I talk and I sit down with my with my allopathic medical doctors and nurses friends in our meetings and and they look at me like I don't quite understand you're losing credibility when you say that. I said listen. Can you catch HIV? Can you catch West Nile virus? You know, can you catch catch dengue fever? Really? I mean, look at the, the medical records. No, you, it's not transmissible. Somebody with full-blown HIV as, as determined by blood work now, not by a, a polymerase chain reaction nonsense. But analyzing in the blood, they can say, oh, we definitely have identified this protein structure called HIV. Okay, you've got HIV and you've got immune, uh, immuno, immune deficiency syndrome, AIDS, and you've got a real problem. They identified that. The question becomes, okay, can you catch HIV from somebody breathing on you or shedding viruses, shedding proteins? The answer is not only no, but hell no you can't all right the same with west nile virus you you have you bit you get bitten by an infected mosquito carrier which injects the poison into your bloodstream okay and your body reacts to that toxicity and you have the symptomology can you when you're diagnosed to again a blood work sample of being west nile virus positive can you catch that from somebody? Again, the answer is hell no. You can't. Mm -mm. So yeah. what makes Gary all of to, a Gary sudden, used to use the analogy in his presentation, Mike. My, my husband he used to use the analogy of like, you know, walking into an elevator, two people and someone sneezing, you know, three people and, and, and somebody sneezing on two of them. One of them, you know, gets sick and the other one doesn't. It's it's all based on your cellular terrain, like you said, the inner condition of you, which is People just don't understand exactly. that that's the whole premise of the stupid hoax they have going on today. See, but see, that truth, you know, see, is what's driving this pseudo false science. I know. That's, that's, that's doing the gain of function with Fauci and the rest of these things. And it's what's driving, again, through the corporate structure of misinformation, because misinformation breeds profiteering to the Bill Gates of the world. And this is where it's all been going. When you control the mass media to the point that, that it's done now, uh, and you know this, there's a great video put out by a gentleman who just maybe nailed it completely about looking at the, the organizational structure of what's called institutional lenders, the big, big body of lenders that control blocks of corporate stock. Two in particular come out all across the board, BlackRock and Vanguard. When you control over 50% of the outstanding stock of any corporation, you basically control that company. Whether you like to admit it or not, that's the reality. Mm. And then he goes back and, and shows all of the, all of the, the stocks that, that, that are owned in the world, worldwide now. Mm. And we're talking about the media conglomerates. And it's just like, there they are. BlackRock and Vanguard. You want to, and then you, then you have to understand who owns BlackRock and who owns Vanguard. And then you get a pretty good picture of the the real shape of what's where we're going with this, promoting the lie of the germ theory to That's sell right. chemical pharmaceuticals. 
Okay. Now, when you when you put all those pieces together and connect the dots, you got to come back to one overriding question. First of all, how do we protect we the people? Yep. How do we protect the average person who really is not educated as far as the the science of this? Really, don't they don't understand it? They're relying upon their information from the talking heads on the on CNN. And every news, you know, uh, mainstream news outlet and the, and the periodicals, that's where they're getting their information. That's where they're forming their opinions. All right. Mm-hmm. And so they take this false information that they believe in science. Science has got the answers. Oh, my goodness. There's a gain of function problem in Wuhan. We have this super transmissible, super, super poison that somehow defies all things. It's like uh, this this magnificent unicorn, fictional, but it's, it it bites everybody that comes in in contact in six feet with somebody. That's mm-hmm. the big lie. Wow. And then you say, well, how do we protect ourselves from it? First of all, you have to know the truth. Our Lord and Savior said, "You shall know the truth. The truth shall what set you free." You know, you're only in bondage to the adversary when you're in ignorance and you right. have embraced the lies. So, That's right. I'm actually going to take, just to let you know, Dr. True, um, the gentleman from Scotland that's writing my husband's book are helping us. Uh, he just sent me a chapter, uh, 14, titled The Rat Theory of Garbage. It'll take me about five minutes to read it, but I, it's very appropriate to read whenever, you know, on this show. <laughs> Uh, you bet. Go ahead. I know exactly what word it is. Go ahead. Yeah, it's good. Yes. It, no, he put to, he put it together. He took my husband's words, and he's really doing a great job. I didn't know I was going to be reading it today, but obviously this is what, you know, the I am wanted. So he just, he's making it happen now. So the title of Chapter 14 of my husband's book is or the book that he was going to write that we're now putting together, The Rat Theory of Garbage. I refer to Louis Pasteur's germ theory of disease as the rat theory of garbage. Show me a building full of rats and I'll show you a building full of garbage. Show me a person who has cancer, bacterial, viral, fungal, and parasite infections and I'll show you a person who has accumulated waste matter in organs and tissues, low oxygen levels, weakened immunity, nutritional deficiencies, and an acidic pH environment caused by a toxic diet, environment, and lifestyle. In other words, if germs cause disease, then rats must cause garbage. Enlightened understanding demonstrates that disease-associated microorganisms do not produce the disease conditions themselves, any more than mosquitoes cause a stagnant swamp or vultures cause dead rabbits. These are simply scavengers attracted to a habitat which supports them. While flies, maggots, and rats do not cause garbage, they do feed off of it. And just as flies and maggots and rats cannot survive without a food source, it's only when the body is acidic that it is vulnerable to germs. In a healthy-based balance, in a body with an operating immune system, the germs can't get a foothold. The concept of regulating the body's pH to stay well in a world full of sickness and disease is leading to a paradigm shift in nutritional science. This proven science within the field of microbiology dates back to the late 1800s. After a century of suppression by the pharmaceutical elite, it has recently become one of the hottest new trends in the health and nutritional industry. A renowned 19th century French scientist named Antoine Bichamp, 1816 to 1908, pioneered this health-based research. He was a microbiologist accredited as a master of pharmacy, doctor of science, doctor of medicine, professor of medical chemistry and pharmacy, fellow and professor of physics and toxicology, professor of biological chemistry, and dean of the faculty of medicine. He remained a research scientist up until his death at 91. Upon his death, it took eight pages of the National Journal of France just to list the titles of his scientifically published works in 1908. Antoine Bichamp showed scientifically that it isn't the bacteria or the viruses themselves that produce disease. They are the aftermath of the diseased tissue. Other 20th century cellular terrain specialists, such as Claude Bernard, Virginia Livingston Wheeler, Gunther Elderling, Gaston Nessens, and Arthur Kendall advanced his research further. 
Their cutting edge discovery showed the conclusive proof of the correlation between proper acid alkaline pH balance of the body's cells, tissues, and fluids, and an optimal state of health. B. Schomp and his colleagues concluded that the cause of the disease is not germs themselves, but rather that the inner conditioning of the patient's cellular terrain at the time of exposure determined whether germs and pathogens would incubate or remain dormant. One of Bichamp's big ideas was that the little enzymes called microzymes existed in every cell and were involved in all bodily functions. These microzymes have their own innate intelligence and change the face of pathogens like a chameleon. Extreme heat, radiation, and symptom manipulation from pharmaceuticals like antibiotics would cause these entities to morph to fit their environment. In a state of vibrant health, the microenzymes would perform perform evolved aerobic fermentation harmoniously as seen when grapes ferment into wine or when beneficial gut flora like acidophilus or bifidus proliferate through the fermentation in the gut wall. On the other hand, in a disease condition characterized by, characterized by low oxygen, malnutrition, acid pH, poor circulation, stress, and buildup toxins in and around the cells, the microzymes signal the cells, altering them to respirate anaerobically and bring the organism back to the soil, the dust of the earth. This is because the organism itself is debilitated to the point of being sick and dying. Ultimately, it's the microenzymes that are responsible for the dead animal or a leaf from a tree de decomposing back to the ground, transferring a cycle of life back, into, back to the dust of the earth for future plant growth. The scientific community has adopted Louis Pasteur's germ theory of disease as the whole truth that germs and pathogens are the direct cause of most disease, and that the best we can do is avoid them. Meanwhile, they have disregarded the revelations of Bichamp's microenzymanian principle, that the acidic condition of the patient's cellular environment creates disease. This marks one of the most controversial turns of events in modern history. So why would mainstream science continue their research in the wrong direction based on Pasteur's false germ theory of disease when it has long been proven that germs and bacteria are the secondary rather than the primary cause of disease? It's because around it exists the colossal infrastructure of commercial interest that supports a trillion dollar in an industry based solely upon this pseudoscience. You will not get qualified as a medical professional if you don't accept the germ theory of disease, and you will likely lose your license to practice medicine if you reject it after you, you've graduated already. The thing is that until medical science comes to grips with this reality, they will be chasing their tails and us around the medical money go round for another hundred years. We will continue to spend trillions on expensive in invasive invasive treatments that only suppress symptoms when for a fraction of the cost we could support people in restoring health to their body by rehabilitating their cellular terrain. The entire medical establishment has built their house of cards on Pasteur's false doctrine. Dr. M. L. Leverson, MD, PhD, MA, an American physician practicing during Pasteur and Bichamp's era, discovered some of Antoine Bichamp's writings in New York and realized that Pasteur had plagiarized some of his work. Upon this discovery, Leverson went to France and personally met with Bichamp, where he heard the story of plagiar plagiarism firsthand. After that meeting, he had done a great deal to bring Bichamp's work to public attention. Here is what Leverson had to say about Pasteur's, as it's quoted in the book, The Dream and Lie of Louis Pasteur. The entire fabric of the germ theory of disease rests upon assumptions which not only have not been proven, but which are incapable of proof, and many of them can be proved to, to be the reverse of the truth. The basic one of these unproven assumptions, the credit for which in its pre present form is wholly due to pastor, is the hypothesis that all the so-called infections and contagious disorders are caused by germs, each disease having its own specific germ, which germs have existed in the air from the beginning of things, and that that though the body is closed to these pathogen germs when in good health, when the vitality is when the vitality is lowered, the body becomes susceptible to their inroads. Unfortunately for Bichamp, as well as the rest of us, Louis Pasteur 1822 to 1895, had deep political pull and incredibly wealthy business associates with global connections, 
and a theory that supported creating the multi-trillion dollar medical industry we have today. These cronies were not interested in healthcare, but management of sickness at the expense of human lives. They were interested in establishing a, glo a new global enterprise to control medicine and disease like some kind of com commodity and hoping of pro profiting trillion dollars from human suffering. It's a matter of public record that John D. Rockefeller John D. Rockefeller, the world's first billionaire, had a hand in forming the American Medical Association, AMA, in 1847 after buying heavily into the then-fledgling pharmaceutical industry. After its foundation, the AMA went right ahead using its government-granted monopoly over the healthcare system to shut down the medical schools and shape the curriculum of those remaining ones to make sure that all of them reflected Pasteur's germ theory which is favorable to the pharmaceutical industry who want to prescribe a pill for every ill. Instead of being trained to work with nature to enhance the body's natural healing process, doctors would be trained to go against nature with the kill mode mindset. Kill the bacteria, kill the virus, kill the fungus, kill the tumor, resulted in slow killing of the patient. The cover-up of Antoine Bichamp's discoveries has meant untold misery and suffering for the human race by allowing surgical, pharmaceutical, chemotherapy slash radiation, and vaccine research development to, do to dominate mainstream medicine. Had Bichamp's breakthrough discoveries been incorporated into the current medical curriculum, curriculum, we would have already been experienced the virtual elimination of disease and the end of the pharmaceutical industry. Like dogs chasing their own tails, Scientists go cross-eyed looking at elephants under a microscope to discover new disease-causing germs, despite the fact that germs and microorganisms, microorganisms are only the secondary rather than the primary cause of disease. But they do not cause disease all by their, micros by their microscopic cells. They only take advantage of us when our bodies are in a weakened compound, compromised state burdened by toxins. Sickness is not caused bacteria, but bacteria come with sickness. What makes Pasteur's germ theory so believable is that it seems to be common sense. The killing of bacteria infections such as staphylococcal, streptococci, bacilli, and pneumonia seem to be the cure-all or panacea in the 1950s. But it all, all it did was set up shop for stronger enemy-resistant strains to battle in the future. It's ironic and indeed pathetic that human beings, the highest form of intelligence on the planet, have managed to build the vast trillion-dollar pharmaceutical industry on the central process, the, the central purpose of poisoning and attacking the lowest forms of life on the planet, germs. Well, yep. Well, let me. How'd let you me, like that? <laughs> well, well, well done. But let me go even. Uh, in more common sense, and following following the trail of Pasteur, mm -hmm. and what you what he what he wrote about uh, John D. Rockefeller and the AMA, yeah. When you look go back into Monopoly, that that incredibly well done video, and understand Vanguard and BlackRock, you see you have the House of Rothschild controlling it, and and John Rock John D. Rockefeller is married, intermarried to a Rothschild. That's where, where the two houses converge and you have, so you have blackrock and then you have vanguard going back to uh the house of rothschild which control all banking and finance and promotion in france as well as england and so pasteur was that's who he's, that's exactly who promoted the germ theory because they saw the inevitable end of you know basically the way to control monopolize the minds and, and thoughts of people as far as their health because you they're I've said this so many times in my lectures over the years. There is no more ponderous ball and chain, Renee. There's no more ponderous slave shackles mm -hmm. than bad health. You're you are absolutely bound to the to the druggist that supplies your ability to function. Now think about it. Let me let me explain to you and, and the big problem with America, more than any other nation right now, we've begun so so enthralled by the by the sorcery of these merchants, and that's what it is. The the Bible talks about it. We we are the the root of Greek word for sorcery is pharmakia by your pharmacies. 
have, have the whole world been, been basically put under control. And that's no more true than in America. Do you realize that um, the last, the average in the last five years has been four, four and a half billion prescription, big pharma prescriptions fulfilled in America? Mm-hmm. 4.5 billion each year. Now, do the math. Take 4.5 billion divided by 330 million Americans, which includes men, women, and children. And guess what that divides out to? The average man, woman, and child has an average of 13.8 prescription drugs fulfilled and taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's man, woman, and child in a year's time. No wonder, no wonder we believe, and I say we the people, as a, the, the vast majority of people believe the mainstream media that's paid for by big pharma advertising. By the money that's generated, going back to again, who is the controlling interest of these mm-hmm. mega multinational corporations? It's time for an awakening. It's not time for a reset, Mr. Schwab and others. Okay, we need to awaken the people to really understand who we are, you know, and, and how the human body operates. This is our job. This is what we're doing. This radio show uh, for. At least that's why I'm doing it. Okay, is to get if we can wake up even one person, mm-hmm. uh, if we can wake up a dozen. Then those dozen can wake up maybe another dozen, and suddenly we have a grassroots movement here. But it's so important because the stakes have been incredibly raised. Okay, it's not a matter now of chronic you know, disease of, of being chronically plagued with things like autism, which are bad enough and, and adult onset diabetes. Mm-hmm. It's not that at all anymore. The the stakes have been raised to literally the humanities role on this in this world. Because mm-hmm. see when you look at the at the real uh, John D. Rockefeller, you look at the real Bill Gates and the eugenicist movement they honestly believe that the best thing they can do for their heritage, for the world they want to save, they, they don't literally believe that to save, save the world, they've got to eliminate 90% of the human inhabitants of the world. Mm-hmm. That's what the stakes have been raised to, folks. And this is not conspiracy theory nonsense. You just got to follow the, the, the path of the of the of, of the eugenicist movement going all the way to who funded Hitler, okay, and why they did this, and, and the death and destruction of world wars. Nothing mm-hmm. compared to what's being planned right now through this this poison needle, okay? Mm-hmm. So take it, take we take a deep breath and just step back and 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 look at, at this this whole entire scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the the alteration. If I could just sum it up in a kind of a one nutshell going back to the cannabis sativa story right when man becomes thinking they're at least equal with god the creator see the the dna sequencing of everything the flora the flora, the fauna the diversity of of everything the key to it is in the deoxyribonucleic acid codes those are the basic fingerprint of a divine creation. Mm-hmm. Okay? When man seems to think, well, um, I can alter God's handiwork mm-hmm. and make my own little, you know, better, better it. It always seems to end in a problematic situation. It right. always seems to be, you know, man cannot be God. You can't. Uh, the prophet Isaiah said it best in the Old Testament. Can mm-hmm. the can the pot on the potter's will ever think you can be greater than the potter that made it? Negative. <laughs> okay, you can't. I mean, we are created beings, and we owe allegiance to the God that made us, the supreme, all-knowing, supernal uh, individual that that made our very DNA, and we got to honor that and bless that creation not thinking we can become gods and make it better ourselves. So this is where it all comes into the manipulation of one of the first, first, 
seeds to be altered through the alchemist's imaginations was the cannabis sativa, uh, most important, powerful seed. Science and, and, and my mentor, uh, Dr. Linus Pauling, was so good to understand it because he pioneered the what's called the calcium ion channels that go throughout the central nervous system and the whole entire body through the, the vagus nerve structures. All of these are dependent upon a symbiotic balance of a special chemical called cannabinoid acids. Now, following the, the research and, and all, this, all the documents that are now housed at the Linus Pauling Institute on the campus of Oregon State University, we see researchers now digging into to Pauling's groundbreaking work in the 70s and even back in the 60s. And they have identified the what's called CBGA and CBDA. Now, CBGA stands for cannabigerolic, cannabigerolic acid. And then there's cannabidiolic acid, or CBDA. There's two different acid structures. Right. Now, these, these two things are the, the originator precursors for CBD, cannabidiol. So it's like you want to have the purest form uh, uh, into the body will get the pure form of the CBGA combined with CBDA. And they're isolating this in the original, the original seeds that are grown. And amazing things are happening with this. It really is exciting to see it. They're uh, able to, to blend this with, with other tree-bearing herbs, and there's a symbiotic blessing that goes with it. You know, and we see this in the book of Revelation, don't we? The 12 mm -hmm. leaves of the tree. I, you, I, I sent you my 12-leaf product, okay? I'm well, busy. okay, the, <laughs> we're finding out more and more exactly what this does in so many areas. Remember what I said in the first part of the show? Mm -hmm. Can, what does cannabis sativa mean in Latin? Mm -hmm. You know, it supplies all the needs. Everything, not some right. of them. All mm -hmm. the needs of the human body. And going back, as you, as you know, to the terrain theory, that's the, the substance that more importantly balances the cellular terrain, basically takes out the garbage, okay? And we're having more and more garbage created by, by our, our terrible processed foods. We're not eating correctly anymore. We're thinking we go down and get a uh, heavens. You know, I don't want to name any any fast food, but just I'm gonna get a Coke and and a processed food uh, thing, and just I'm good because my stomach is full. No, it's not. It's it's. it's my it's husband used to say you're better off eating the paper bag it came in. <laughs> At least it came from the trees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we are we are so full of toxins, and then you add on top of that a 2.4 gigahertz microwave radiation that has been studied since the 1950s and proven to cause extra toxins to be formed because of its reaction with our existing yeast and bacteria. That's okay. it's part of our natural natural basis of our bodies. Okay, look, look, if you just understand, folks, when you stop breathing, when you breathe your last and you have no more bodily functions and, and your vital energy field is, is your, your energy, your soul is left, your left, your tabernacle of flesh. You know what happens? Your the, the elbows has left the building basically. Okay. And all that's left is the, the parasites that are naturally part of your body as you live and breathe and walk around and, and uh, smile and breathe the air. You get these brought into your, your terrain of your body. You've got yeast called Candida albicans. You've got molds. You've got a whole plethora of bacteria, including uh, balanced E. coli. You have all of these substances that make up the trend of the body. And when your soul energy is left, the body, your, your, your body starts to go back to the earth and made it. It's just you can't stop unless you freeze the body in cryogenics, okay? You leave the body out on a stainless steel table, 
at 75 degree Fahrenheit and watch it, watch your body decompose. It turns into juice. I mean, it turns into liquid. What's doing that? It's the internal parasites and bacteria and germs that make up your body's chemistry. Natural. And at the end of a year, you have a skeletal remains. And hopefully you've had a way to drain off that, that putrid juice. It's nasty and stinky. And I mean, that's, that's, that's how nature operates. Okay, through our history, when, you know, when death occurs with a loved one, uh, let's just dig a hole and put the body in so we don't have to, so these juices can go right into the back into the soil once it came. And that's called the burial process, okay? And it's been like that from the dawn of time, hasn't it? Really. That's right. That's how it's been yeah. Unless you're a cannibal and want to eat the flesh or something like that, okay? And there are those decadent uh, individuals that, that do like to do that. But the point I'm, I'm making, uh, hopefully trying to make without grossing too many people out, is we need to understand the natural processes and become in harmony with that. And the most promising things we're doing now is to, first of all, twofold. To bring to bring to the to the knowledge of the masses, the incredible white it's like it's like Mother Nature's pharmacy, the CBD structured oils and what it does is the precursors of so many different things in the body, to give it the balancing healing energy it needs. Now again, we're not definitely not making any medical claims here. We're just saying this, as far as nutrition is concerned, this is probably the most powerful remedy that the Lord God made for man, okay? It's the Lord's medicine chest, basically. Let me just say it that way. And the second thing is to block and attenuate these terribly destructive microwave radiations. Oh, because we want to, we want to download a, a, a movie a little bit faster, 1.2 seconds faster, we're going to put all of our cells under stress. Is that is that smart, people? <laughs> Insanity. Come on, let's be let's be real. Um, and it's not just five G. It's the smart grid, the networking of our smart meters. Yes. Uh, the 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 Wi Fi signals. All this electromagnetic frequency builds and builds and builds and dis and causes imbalance over time yeah. in the cellular terrain. And I actually the, felt it this weekend. I went down south a bit to be with my my children, my adult children, and I stay with a friend of ours. And she has, you know, the Pandora on her refrigerator. She has the smart <laughs> meter, all the Wi-Fi computers everywhere. And I'm telling you, I woke up like at two o'clock in the morning, and my head was literally making this buzzing sound. And and she's even has health issues that she's come to me for for. Her earplugs, she's wearing those little ear things that she's been prescribed or whatever to, you know, to, to, dumb, to, to lessen the sound of the buzzing sound she's hearing. So after staying in her home, I woke up and I'm like, Elizabeth, you have totally been bombarded with radiation. So on top of the, you know, everything that's going on with the COVID hoax, with the, you know, the, ta- the satellites and the 5G towers and the people you know, radiating us when they get the COVID mark, you know, with the extra, uh, the razor blades and all the stuff's going on with them and all the different ways. And then on top of that, your phone, your computers, your, you know, that's why we have to do whatever we can to lessen the load, turn everything off at night, turn off your Wi-Fi at night, you know, get your smart meter removed. Um, you know, less, you, you have to control what you're able to control because there's so much we're not able to. But, well, um, again, you know, the, the key thing is, too, is and when I talk about attenuating, it's simply the science is there through the carbon 70 structures mm-hmm. to actually take that radiation that is proven to be a left hand torsion field or left hand mm-hmm. spin as opposed to your DNA and other natural energy fields being right handed spin and turn that that radiation into a right handed beneficial spin. It's it's been they're doing tests on honeybee colonies with this and it's it's stunning and it, it, it's showing the potential. This is what's really exciting to me to to actually reverse 
mRNA uh, damages that is yes. caused by these. These, are, I mean, you can actually think about it. It makes complete and total sense. Where you you look at something that that causes a change in the terrain and and a disease symptomology, shortness of breath, loss of taste and smell. Let me go on and on. Hypoxia, you know, uh, brain fog. Oh, what is brain fog? See, it's it's toxic loads. Your your right. central okay. nervous system is not functioning. There's too many neurotoxins. You've got to negate these things. Mm-hmm. Well, there's ways to do it through the 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 science. It's the same exact thing that causes these symptoms. They're they're unseen. You unless you have the right uh, equipment monitor. You really can't know it. So people have a tendency not to believe, to believe what they can't see, feel, hear, or taste. That's right. But That's right. I haven't no. taken the shungite rock off my neck since since you sent it to me. We're, we're, we have the samples, of course, and um, hopefully we'll have them available. Do you have any idea when we're going to be able to offer them to people? I have a lot of people calling about the shungite rock. Well, again, I don't think I'm going to call it shungite anymore. That's named shungite. This is I'm I'm printing a paper on this actually, and I want to do oh. a PowerPoint video on it because it goes back to the origination of I mean talking in the sixth or seventh century BC in that region of Karelia in Russia. Karelia means simply it's Russian for land of many lakes. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're facing here. The oh my goodness, I'm talking to the locals there with. Uh, some great, I mean, they've invited me to come and, and spend some quality time. They're getting, no, this is, I'm excited about, about what I'm learning about this region just because mm-hmm. of the people involved and the, you know, they don't have smart grids. They don't have smartphones. And what to say at the, at the, at this big city hotel, there's a big, be prepared. You have very spotty self, if any skill, cell phone coverage. None of this stuff mm. because they understand it. Say what you want about about Vlad Putin; he understands the dangers of electromagnetic reservation, you know, radiation to the people, and mm. he's done amazing things. And and the the Republic of Karelia is literally a republic of the people, by the people, governing for the people. Mm. I'm about ready to, to, to go move there. <laughs> Learning mm-hmm. what I, I've learned about him. Because it's they get it now. It goes back to the the whole origins of the area. the The lake Onega is actually Hebrew in origin. Onega mm-hmm. it literally means uh, praising, praising Yah, praising God for what the Sabbath. The actual full full name is Onega Sabbath, praising God for the day of rest. Wow. Yeah, and so that's where the region comes from, and so you. You look at the origins of of this in, in some of the really lost ancient texts, mm-hmm. uh, and it's, it's stunning what I'm coming up with. The, the Hebrew word for it is actually shoham, S-H-O-H-A-M. So everywhere you see the Hebrew word shoham in the Old Testament, it's 11, 11 times it shows up. The, the King James translators, bless their heart, they saw it, literally it means in, in Hebrew, a black rock that blanches. That's what it means, literally. Black rock that blanches. Well, in their, you know, their scholarship, Lester Hart's, the only thing they could interpret it was onyx, O-N-Y-X, onyx stone. But shoham is much more than just an agate called onyx. The, The biochemical term, to in my in my my uh, uh, biochemical manual and textbooks, to blanch means to basically change the molecular structure to be an antimicrobial, antiviral, and protector of cellular train. That's wow. what it means. I mean, it's like what substance on in the whole wide earth does that? Onyx stones, mm-hmm. crystal stones? No. But the the science research on this deposit, I'm not. I don't like to call it shoham anymore. I call it shoham. Shoham. I'm calling it shoham. Shoham. Shoham rock. Uh, it it was the key part of the the um, 
breastplate of the high priest. They had to have the shoham rock in, in the epaulets, the shoulder of the, that, that held the, the sacred breastplate. And if you didn't have the shoham, this black rock in the shoulder panels, you didn't touch the Ark of the Covenant. It would kill you. Wow. Okay. And the Ark of the Covenant had incorporated all of the shoham rock into it with the gold and the capacitors. I think that's exactly how they utilized it. It became basically an energy field, a directed energy field that they were able to change and alter substances with. This is, yeah. the, the, this is ancient technology, but it's real. It's mm-hmm. not mythology. They, you know, the Lord of all creation showed him how to make it. They directed that's him amazing. on how to make the Ark of the Covenant. Wow. Wow. How are you spelling Shoham? S H O H A M. Shoham. Shoham. Yeah. Shoham. Yeah. Shoham Rock. That's amazing. Because, like, like you said, I mean, our creator is the master physician. He's given us everything we, we need. I mean, including every seed bearing plant, he says very clearly in his word. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing that we have, you know, the he's brought us very divinely. He's brought us, you know, the authentic version of this Shoham um, rock that he's talking about that we're going to have access to to help the cells with all the attack from the enemy with the radiation. And then you also said, Dr. True, that it's going to be amplifying the Magi for the ones that purchased one previously, about 300%, correct? Yeah, that's, uh, I'm going to phase out the the pulsed magnetic, uh, the boards. Exactly. But as of now, for people yeah, that haven't yeah. already, because a lot of people have listened to our show and have purchased it. So I keep that with me all the time, too. So not just do I wear the Shoham rock, but I also have the Magi in my purse at all times. <laughs> so I'm I, I'm waiting, this, I'm, as we're speaking, I'm waiting for the delivery because I've missed it over the weekend. Uh, oh. I, I have the huge delivery from, from Karelia coming in. Yes. And uh, um, so I'm 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 just waiting for the doorbell to ring. I don't want to miss them. Uh, let me know, please. Let me know as soon yeah. as Dr. Chu, because I have a lot of people that I'm supposed to be calling. Well, you you and me both, and not the least of which I sent some original samples to our researchers at at the Linus uh-huh. Pauling Institute in, in Eastern Washington, because we're yeah. finding initially that the the Shoham stone absolutely amplifies the CBDA and CBGA structures. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's like, hello. It's like, okay, well, once again, (laughs) the real news, you come to us for everything. I have to go now, Dr. True. Thank you. You bet. God bless you. Thanks for having me. God bless you, sir. You are listening to Big Fellowship, and again, our shows can be accessed on the front page of our vacinfo.org website on the Bible, Little Boy Flexing His Muscles. We're on every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Our contact number is 954-347-9671. We thank Progressive Radio Network for allowing us to give you this uncompromised truth, and God bless. <laughs> 